now I look like your height. I'm your height, guys. <laughs> Just give the drummer one one minute to feel taller than y'all. Yeah, no, I'm I'm actually like I'm like a dwarf. So. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm like three feet tall. <laughs> nice. But like stand back here, I appear like I'm six three. So we're gonna keep it that way. Yeah, uh, we're standing right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Diary of Doom. I'm your Cypher Dillon, and join me as we look back on the rich history of Doom Metal and its sister sounds based on the recounted tales of its followers. Every week we'll have a different guest to spin their yarn. You can visit the website at diaryofdoom.com, follow us on Instagram, like us on Facebook, follow the podcast on diaryofdoom.podbean.com, and you can subscribe and listen to podcasts on Apple Podcasts and Spotify and wherever else you get your podcasts from. Uh, if you have a question or whatever, you can fire off an email to diaryofdoom1968 at gmail.com. Uh, joining us for this week's chapter are the Indus Valley Kings, but they're actually from Long Island. Uh, <laughs> um, so we've got uh, Billy, John, and Dan in-house. So thank you. Thank you for coming on the show. Thanks cool, man. Having us. Yeah. What's up? Not too much. Um, so you've got uh, you you released a uh, your self titled debut this year, but way back in January feels like forever ago. Yeah, man. But it's uh, you know it's still getting a lot of traction, and and we're still getting great reviews. You know, we're really fortunate and grateful that we're getting these reviews online. You know what I mean? Blogs, etc. We're getting quite a bit of airplay, especially over in Europe. So it's it's really cool, man. Yeah, man. I mean, Europe is like the place to be with this shit. So, and it's, you know, people just, yeah. they, they eat this shit up. I, I'd argue that's probably bigger over there than it is over here. I think that's probably a fact. You have to invest in some Rosetta stuff, man. Yeah. <laughs> but like, you know, leading up to this, um, since it's the debut, um, what are, what are all y'all's uh, experiences with music? Do you come from musical backgrounds or is it something you picked up later on? I just, well, you know, I picked up guitar last week for the first time and um, <laughs> you were know, blessed. I, I was blessed. Actually, uh, we, you know, we've all been playing for a while. You know, we played in a lot of different bands here on the island. You know, uh, Jonathan and, and Danny have both been in a lot of different bands, as have I, you know, Axis Orbit and Caves of Utah and stuff like that. And, and then, uh, you know, we were all kind of doing our own thing and met each other, you know, online. What was it? Tinder or something like that? Grinder. Grinder, yeah. Grindr, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh but we did we did meet i think it was probably craigslist or something yeah like it was, that it was went, you know, and uh and it was weird with us because i was supposed to play with you and i got hurt yeah danny had, had actually uh, seen an ad of mine you know a couple of years ago and yeah. he was going to we were going to hook up but we couldn't uh due to some circumstances it came up you know we met a second time online again and and uh things just fell into place and Things came together really quickly. I mean, we were only together about a year, and Jonathan yeah. joined uh, at about the one-year mark, you know, when we were in. And 
you know, what, five months later, four months later, we were recording the debut. Yeah. So uh, it, it really happened fast. You know, it was great. It all came together really quickly. Jonathan's like, I did not meet you guys on fucking Tinder. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, he might be. It might have been the outlier. You know? Yeah. <laughs> Casual encounters on Craigslist. <laughs> plumber. Yeah. We need a plumber to lay pipe. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it just works well together. Yeah, man, it's it's been great, you know, and, and all of us, you know, write and, and, you know, we all contribute to the songs and we've all, you know, we all uh, play a role and have our own, you know, spin on what we like to hear and play. So it really works well together. And what's great about, you know, having Jonathan join the band, too, is now we have two singers. You know, Jonathan does both lead and um, and uh, harmony as well. So, you know, we can have, you know, the next album's going to have, you know, probably, I would say at least 30% of the songs jo uh, Jonathan's going to be singing lead on, if not more, you know, so it's cool, man. It's, it's a, yeah. you know, it's a great, great uh, camaraderie. Right. Um, were those, those bands that you said that you were in earlier, were they hardcore bands? I, I mine was, I, I was in a, my first band was like total hardcore and like crazy. That was my first yeah. band. Cause like Long Island hardcore is, oh, you yeah. know, it's pretty legendary. Agnostic front. Come on. Yeah. But, uh, Hard yeah. hardcore always gets brought up on this podcast. People always huh? just, just always come back to hardcore here. Yeah. Well, I mean, I feel like this, uh, like Stone Rock movement is kind of what the hardcore used to be. It's a very supportive unit. A lot of, you know, there's no competitive bullshit. You know, a lot of guys just really feed off each other and it's, it's a really relaxed uh, environment with a lot of these bands when we do shows. It's not like, you know, you get other genres of music. It's like a competition or they're talking behind each other's back or all that kind of shit. It's almost like the, how the hardcore days and punk days were in the eighties. It's very supportive of each other. Try to hook each other up with shows you know yeah we played a show in dig mats uh just recently and, and we found this band afghan hayes there from connecticut yeah. and they're solid man they're mm -hmm. heavy and, and they played a couple of shows with us and they're trying to get us some shows up in connecticut and you know it's even though they sound a little different than us it uh you know it's just it's a very supportive environment it's really it's yeah. great you know yeah. it's really cool it works they got a good fest up there it's like New England Stoner and Doomfest, I think. Yeah, that one's. I think it's it's postponed to 2022, but we're seeing if we can get on that. And we were we've been invited to play the Maryland Doomfest, which is awesome, man. That's that that'll be this October Halloween weekend down in uh, Maryland, and obviously, yeah. and we're actually opening the show, so it's going to be awesome, man. Our first time playing. Yeah, I saw I saw that more recent yeah. addition to that lineup. They've kind of been like re rejiggering it uh, since last year. You know, some people dropped. They added some people and. It looks like they've added a ton of people. Yeah. Yeah, man. It's going to be great because, you know, like like uh, Danny said, you know, since it's so supportive, you know, even though we're opening the show and it's a four-day show, we're planning on staying down there the entire time to meet all of the other bands and, yeah. mm -hmm. and network, maybe meet some of the labels that are there. You know what I mean? Maybe they'll hear us. And, you know, we have a couple of uh, record companies that are actually interested in us, uh, you know, right now. We can't, we can't name them because, you know, can't. But, um uh, it's exciting. Maybe there might be some opportunities for more once we're down there. So, you know, it's a pretty good time for us. When did, when did y'all start getting into, I don't know why I'm saying y'all so much. I'm from fucking New Jersey. Um, I should be saying use guys, if anything, uh, hey, guys, <laughs> like when did you start getting into metal? Like, was there, did, what was there a specific band that like really grabbed your attention and be like, Holy shit, man, this stuff fucking kicks ass. What, what, how about Led Zeppelin? You 
Led Zeppelin mm-hmm. two. Yeah, to exactly. me that's that's metal. If you if you put on the first song and it's a whole lot of love, yeah, and you're a kid, yeah, that's an introduction to metal. I don't care what anyone says. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like a s- s- transition of uh, for me like Cream, Zeppelin, and Hendrix, and then it kind of brought me into like Sabbath and Priest. And I'm like, this stuff's great. Plus, it annoys my parents. This is all working out well. You know? <laughs> and, and then just took it from there. And I, I think in 1979, when my mother got me Pink Floyd, The Wall, I was like, I want to be a fucking musician. That's that's really what blew me away. Just a, what went into that album. It was a concept album. It was just mind-blowing, you know? So at that age, like 10, 11 years old, I was like, all right, I need to start doing drugs. And I need to do a thing, you know? And now here I am shopping at Walmart. But baby steps. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I was Last night I was watching a, uh, a a video of Sabbath from 70 in Paris live, you know? Oh, and they, and yeah. they did, uh, you know, a lot of their songs. But one of them, of course, was Black Sabbath. And my wife was in the room. She's like, this is so scary. I said, Exactly. And I remember yeah. the first time I heard that when I was in my bedroom and as soon as Ozzy was screaming, oh, no, please, God, help me. My parents ripped the door open. What are you listening to? You know, awesome. Yeah, so, I mean, yeah. I, you know, you're from the area. So, like, I grew up listening to Q1043 and like, yeah. you know, not to step on any toes or anything, but like I, I thought like just so much of the stuff they played was like, I uh, just, I couldn't stand it. Like, I fucking, I couldn't stand listening to, like, Foreigner and Journey. Like, I just was never into yeah. those bands. But, like, every time Sabbath came on, I was like, oh, this is, like, this is so much better than most of what's being played on here. Like, yeah. Yeah. like I have nothing against John Mellencamp, but I'm like, I've heard it 25 times. Um, but then as soon as, yeah. you know, you hear the the Iron Man drums come on, I'm like, oh, leave it on. Just all yep. of picks, yep. all of it, all of it. There's only so many times you can listen to, like, you know, open arms, you know? Yeah, small town. Yeah, yeah. like, mm-hmm. I should be at a bar depressed about my ex-girlfriend just drinking mm-hmm. to the point where I'm throwing up on the sidewalk. I, I don't want it that anymore. Bon Jovi. Yeah. <laughs> it's actually a Bon Journey. Oh, and, and man. And when they're playing, like, these festivals, it's their Bon Jovi and Journey tribute band. So that shows you how... Wow. Yeah, Long Island. <laughs> Long, Island. Long Island's going to improve as if it sinks at this point. You're going to wind that's up being like Florida. To, uh, yeah, that's why we're traveling to Dingbats to play yeah. shows because, you know, they understand metal still rules, yeah. you know? Yeah. Originals, man. Originals. Enough of this cover shit, you know? Everybody you can still go see shit. Bon Jovi. <laughs> they are. They didn't yeah. die. <laughs> yeah, like go see Bon Jovi. It's that's uh, weird because they want to pay five dollars to reminisce about a song that uh, they lost their virginity in the back seat. It's ridiculous. Listen to some originals and lose your virginity. Do you each have like a specific album? Like, well, you said Led Zeppelin too, but do you have like a specific album that like really? kind of changed your your train of thought or was there something that was like kind of outside of like the sabbath and whatnot that where it got like a little bit more like raw and diy experimental you know from there i think the hardcore era for me because that's when i started going to the drums and i got really into like you know the first band was just total play as fast as you can and people should get hurt on you know whatever that was just like you know because you're young and you're angry and mm-hmm. that kind of 
introduced me to music because that was my first live experience and you know your first live experience after that it's just like oh my god it's like a drug you want it all the time right you know but older i guess your taste changes or you know your style of play like i wanted more groove and heavy where this in this valley kings is like heavy but it's got a groove to it mm -hmm. you know which i prefer now more you know i mean i'll listen to hey i'll listen to hate breed all day i love hate breed but i'd rather play like a nice groove oriented heavy shit if you could fucking fight to it that's cool you know <laughs> I, I i could see somebody like i could see this getting thrown on in like a fight scene in a movie just like a really yeah. slow fucking just two guys yeah. just like like fucking they live like uh when like roddy piper and uh keith david yeah. are just like fucking throwing haymakers at each other for eight yeah. minutes it'd be perfect <laughs> <laughs> great movie man i saw that i saw that in the movies that's how old i am that's one of my favorite movies hands down yeah yeah that was a great movie what about you jonathan what uh what what album really you know i was thinking of uh bands around here oh you're in jersey what part of jersey are you from burden county but i mean you know burden. i you know i know all the i mean that's i'm like right here by you know misfits origin yeah. point so okay so what there's some bands that are from Jersey we played with the thing about one was Foretold. I thought they were really cool. That's there cool, and uh, Foretold, do you remember them? And yeah, then yeah, it sounds really familiar. Yeah, they opened up that show. They're cool. Foretold. And then the band we played with last time, Heart for Bait. They're from Jersey oh, too. Yeah. Yeah, they're good. Yeah. What are the bands from Jersey that we played with? Those two uh, stick out. This is original. Oh, uh, this is original heavy music. You know, yeah. they're they're playing in yeah. Jersey. Yes, yes. Shawan Khan. I don't know what happened to that. I hope you know they're still. You know this whole COVID thing hurt a lot of bands. I hope they're still around. We're playing with the Fearless tonight. They're one of my favorite bands. You know the Fearless? Not know. super well, but I definitely know the name. Okay. Really great songs, great harmony vocals. Uh, mm -hmm. Who else? Uh, Pig Farm. They played last night. Pig Farm. <laughs> yeah. Shakers. I should have uh, went to go see that instead of watch the Islanders lose. But I'm an idiot. <laughs> oh, I heard it was a tight game. No, I don't even know. A loss. You know, it's a uh, uh, disappointment. I, I'm pulling for them, man. I, I I don't mind the Islanders. You know, like for me, growing up in New Jersey, like I always found the Flyers to be the worst, mostly because of the fans. Like I would yeah, deal with Rangers fans. If you're a Devils fan, you got to hate the Flyers. Yeah, exactly. It's right down the pike. It's right down the pike, you know? Yeah. Uh, I can deal with the Rangers fans, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And my big thing is with football, man. I hate the Patriots, so. Well, yeah, man. Fuck the Patriots. Oh, yeah. Like, when we go play in Massachusetts, I'm looking to maybe set the whole stadium on fire. I mean, it might be my last time. I might be doing <laughs> time. But I love Massachusetts. I love the people. But I want to all wrestle like, Belichick. Brady's still there, right? No, oh, he's in Tampa. No, he's in Tampa now, yeah. Actually, I don't hate boss, uh, the Patriots as much since he left. You know, a quarterback should not wear Uggs. That's all I gotta say. <laughs> I mean, it's like if I'm playing drums and I'm wearing knitted mittens. You know, it's just it, it doesn't go well. You know? I don't know. I think you could do some kind of fun with the sound. They'd be like, bup, 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 bup. see what yeah, you maybe. do. Yeah, but, it yeah, seems more practical than Uggs. Depends on the knitting pattern, though. That's what it is. <laughs> the knitting pattern. So uh, what was it like putting together this, the, the debut? And like, did that get upended at all from COVID? Like, did it get set back at all? Or was it like, 
that it kind of like worked itself out or whatever. So, cause I know some people actually had like somewhat of a, a positive, some positive experiences during, um, during the pandemic that they were able to like get some stuff recorded and still put out music last year. And I'm sure we're going to be seeing a lot of albums that are kind of, you know, uh, are spawns of that, of that time, you know, we didn't stop. Yeah, man, you know? we got lucky with, uh, we met, uh, Joe from uh, Shorefire Studios down in uh, Long Branch. Okay, and he's he's recorded Monster Magnet, Overkill, yeah, you know, a lot of great bands, and and uh, he was still open. He didn't have a lot of business, so he welcomed ours. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And we went in there and we recorded the entire album in one day, live. You know, um, which you know, a lot of people don't do anymore. You know what I mean? We kind of, you know, Jonathan had the idea. Let's do what Sabbath did. You know, they went in. You know on a weekend and recorded the whole album so we did the same thing it was you know we went in the night before set up all the equipment then went in on saturday and just knocked out the whole album and uh we just went back back in to you know do the vocal tracks but all of the music you hear is just us playing live so what you hear on the album is what you'll hear when you come see us you know nice. so yeah covid actually since there weren't any shows around we were able to practice more you know even more frequently actually and uh mm-hmm we were able to really pre- do a lot of pre-production before we went in. Yeah. Just get those, get that stuff like really like nailed down and know when to, when to do everything. Yeah. It was yeah. cool, man. It was great. Oh, that's good. I'm glad, I'm glad there was a positive experience to like, to, to find it and all that. So. We actually played a show with the day they stopped, oh. like the day they did like, where everything was going to be closed, that was the last day they were going to be open, and we actually played a show that day. Mm. Yep. And I was supposed to see Weed Eater that week. I told Julie, I was like, ah, we'll go another time, and everything was canceled. Long yeah. Island, we were lucky, right? Because yeah. there were shows to play all year round. I mean, yeah, yeah, there were shows like, you know, people were still doing them. Yeah, sporadically, like yeah. speakeasies. <laughs> well, yeah, like Dave Drew, Martinis uh, yeah. in Babylon. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Shakers, uh, Russell, Russell yeah. Treshy, yeah. Todd Smith, yeah. Maxwell Peters. Yeah, those guys never stopped doing shows. Yeah, yeah, it was great, man. We kept playing. Yeah, you know, you just got to keep your eyes and out. We played up in Massachusetts going. too at, at a pri- you know this private event in Agawam. Oh, Agawam, which oh, yeah. was awesome. You know, like it was just awesome to play out there. Agawam you know? Jam. Mike Morrison. Yep. Yeah, we had a we had a you know we we had a good run during the, during that break. You know, <laughs> yeah, during the shutdown. So uh, we were fortunate. Yeah, there were a couple of bands I saw. There's one, there's a punk band out of um, Brooklyn called Rebelmatic, and they did like pop-up shows like on the street, you know? They just like show up. They would say like a couple of days beforehand, they would just do a little pop-up, play for like, you know, 30, 40 minutes, and then call it a day. There'd be like 10, yeah. 20 people there, you know? It looked kind of cool. That's awesome. Dude, man, we, we played with bands and, you know, recently, and they've told us they haven't played together as a band in over a year. I'm like, are you freaking kidding me? Like, holy, like yeah. we've been playing, you know, two or three times, well, at least definitely twice a week, sometimes three times a week yeah. since, you know, since last year. So you know, we feel like in some, in some respects, we have a leg up on some of these other bands because we've, a lot of really, bands we've really been able to like tighten and hone our sound, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, I'm sure if you didn't have like a giant following, um, like, you know, the established acts have been doing for years, I'm sure it would be hard for a lot of smaller, like local bands to kind of like be like, well, we can't really like justify keeping this on. It's going to be more of a cost or anything. Um, cause we don't have like that, 
we don't have that group of people to fall back on for the financial support. And even those artists, you know, they they still were hurting because everyone else was hurting too. So, you, you know, yeah, you yep. want to go buy like all this new shit, but at the same time, like, you know, p- some people just didn't have the kind of finances to do that. Right. So, uh, yeah, well, yeah it, it sucked. <laughs> we did some Facebook live shows too, which was cool, mm-hmm. you know, got, and, uh, in addition, we, we have enough material for our second album. So yeah, that's what people were saying. I've talked to more than a few people that said, oh, we have enough material for like a new album. We're going to be putting out an album and then we'll have another album in like a year. Yeah. Yeah. I think we, we've been talking about going to, to record the second album probably uh, maybe September, October. You know? Nice. So, yeah, man. It's yeah. going to be awesome. Yeah. A lot of different stuff on that one, too. That, yeah, different. It's going to be different from the first album. In a lot of different ways. It's going to be sound like more like Bon Journey, I think. Yeah. <laughs> but it's Sabbath. Yeah. No, what were you saying? It has a, like a classic uh, stoner sound. Is that what you said? Yeah, like classic stoner doom. Like maybe just like a little bit less fuzzy than normal. Um, and definitely like feel like there's a good representation of some like 90s and 90s grunge and like alternative. Like I feel like I was getting like helmet vibes from it. Cool, man. I'm a big Stainer fan on the drums, man. <laughs> yeah, that's good, man. That's a, that's a good ear because that, that there's a couple of things that we have in there that definitely are, you know, helmet-esque for sure, you know? Cactus people. Well, that, you know, uh, that, the middle of, like, of uh, the method. Yeah. yeah. I think that's the one that I was that I was thinking, like, oh, this guy's kind of like helmet. And, like, a little bit of Alice in Chains here and there. Like, I don't care what anybody says. I think that band had a lot more impact on, like, the Stoner Doom scene than people say. Like, not that they, like, don't want to admit it, but I think that they just did. Yeah. 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 I think people try to be cool because they they were so mainstream. Yeah. So it's not cool to say you like them. If you're, yeah. if you're a real Stoner rock. And I'm sorry. You know, which is bullshit. bullshit. Yeah. yeah. Because then, honestly, then, because mm-hmm. they're grunge, then what are the Melvins? Right, exactly. Stoner, but the yeah. Melvins came out of that whole grunge era. Yeah. The Melvins are fucking incredible. Oh yeah. But I think Alice in Chains, man. I mean, the harmonizing and all that—they're a talented band. Oh yeah. yeah. Maybe it was overproduced, but that's, you know, yeah. that's about it. Yeah. Yeah, we want that more. That's why we like to record live and all that. You know, you learn every every album you go in, every show you do. You, it's a learning experience. You look like, tonight. We're gonna learn something. You know, like yeah. maybe not touch the woman with two teeth at the end of the bar or whatever it is. You're always <laughs> going to learn something. But it, it can't be picky, though. You know, it's it's not glam rock. You know, yeah, you know. yeah that's true. I don't know. I feel like that. I feel like there are plenty of people in the glam rock scene that didn't have all their teeth. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, I, yeah. Well, Vince Neil shouldn't have all his teeth. You see how heavy he is now? He's definitely. Oh, my stuff. God, dude, he looks terrible like i don't want to like i don't want to get down on him but i'm just like jesus uh, he looks like if meatloaf and britney spears had a child that's what it looks like <laughs> Oof. Oh. i saw some i saw some footage uh and it was right he couldn't even finish the fucking show yeah but like just the question is like no matter how fat you get and stuff how do you just change like he came up with his whole different language that he sings now oh like, it's it's, it's amazing you know it sounds like he's scatting. He sounds like he's scatting <laughs> Motley Crue now, and it's like I don't. I want to. I, I want to put it on. I'll. I'll see if it'll. It'll work. But I want to put on like a, a, on YouTube and see what the auto-generated closed captioning oh, says because I'm sure it'll just oh, be gibberish. 
It's funny. They have them. They have two songs. I think Dr. Feels Good, another one. And I was laughing. I was watching with my friend Stephanie. We were hysterical laughing, man. Oh, my God. Yeah, I'll look it up. It. I mean, you got Tommy Lee. The guy has, like, hepatitis. He probably had every disease in the book, but he's still playing. Nikki Six did more heroin than there is opiate fields in Afghanistan. He's still playing. Mick Moss might be dead, but his arms are still moving. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, what the hell? I They should have just let that dog go to rest. Yeah. Yeah. Nobody should have said, yeah, you have to do this. I'm like, dude, every single band on that bill would whip your ass 10 times over and then some. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And you know, it's funny, man. You look at a lot of these other heavy ass bands. Look at Rob Halford, man. Rob Halford's still kicking ass, man. Maiden. That dude flies to 747 wherever they got to go. And, you know, like, take care of yourself when you're an entertainer, man. Stop eating cake and just stop just for a minute. And then forgetting the lyrics of a song you wrote. You know, come on. Ugh. Tommy Lee should just beat him with his penis. Maybe it would help. <laughs> I have no idea. I don't know. Who do you think would win the fight, Danzig or, or Vince Neil? I think Danzig. Oh kill him. Danzig he would kill him. I don't, I don't think he would actually fight. I think Danzig would get Doyle to fight for him because Danzig's yeah. a, a wimp. <laughs> yeah, I don't think Vince Neil knows how to fight, but if he did, I don't think he's in really good shape right now. Doesn't Glenn live near near you or something, Glenn Danzig? No, 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 no. Glenn moved out of New Jersey years ago. All right, all right. <laughs> oh, man. I think Vince I don't know if I, I I what Jerry might still live around here, but definitely not Glenn. Rocks, man, that hardcore band. He jacked up. Be careful when you go out to the Wawa later. <laughs> yeah, right. Play this on Thursday. Oh man, what are you talking smack about me? Vince Neil being there. What are you saying? <laughs> Need a translator. What? What do you? I don't understand. Are you trying to? Ins- I'd be like, I'm walking away. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Uh, well, enough about Vince Neil. Um, so you said you have a show uh, later today. You're doing Maryland Doomfest. Do you have anything else in the works? Yeah, we're doing uh, we're doing uh, the Riff House in Virginia, August sixth. We're doing Oddity Bar Oddity, uh, in Delaware, Oddity August seventh. Yeah, we're doing Putnam Play. No, Holly's uh, Hotel, Paulie's Hotel uh, next next month on July on July sixteenth. Yeah. We have a private show in uh, August. We're doing. Uh, we're playing at the Village Pub in August twenty eighth, I believe. Oh, got switched over, right? Yeah. yeah. And uh, the fourteenth is is that private party up in uh, up upstate New York. Yeah, and we're still working on getting more dates. And then uh, yeah, we're working on a show at Lucky Thirteenth in Brooklyn. A uh, Lucky Thirteen in Brooklyn. That's going to be November. I think it's the sixteenth. Yeah. That Saturday. So yeah, we've got a lot of shows coming up, man. It's exciting. Nice. It's good keeping busy. Yeah, man. Yeah. You been uh, listening to anything cool lately? Ooh. Oh, yes. Uh, Pale Mare. They're yeah, I, I know them. I, I need to oh. listen to them. And I, I, I yeah, I liked All Them Witches. That was oh, cool. yeah, All Them Witches. You know, mm-hmm. it's funny. Like, I would listen to an All Them Witch and then, you know, whatever. But I was in a mood for a heavy song or something. But, man. And I'm like, you know what? I want to listen to a whole album of them and just awesome they're really they're awesome also i mean they're old and they're not even really together anymore but a big shout out to like bottom i freaking it's so sad that they don't play together anymore or whatever that band bottom was incredible 
Bottom. I'm not familiar with that band. Um, he found them on Tinder. Yeah. Grinder. <laughs> no. uh, what's that other one? What's that other one? Year of the Cobra. Year of the Cobra. Yeah, they're cool. badass. Oh, they're, they're awesome. badass. I, I'm yeah. a big Ginger fan. I love them. Yeah, they're Ginger's incredible. incredible. I haven't really checked out Ginger. I know. Oh, yeah, I think I know who they are. Ginger with a J? Yeah, two J's. Yeah. Heavy, man. They're coming to Brooklyn in November. I've I'm going to go. Uh, Clutch. Holy Vulture. Holy Vulture. There we go. There's another one, man. But in the end, Clutch is like, I, I have my tickets to go see Clutch. I've seen them, I don't know, four or five times. They're just, they're awesome. Yeah, I think I've We're, seen them. They're they're probably the band I've seen the most. I've seen them like at least once a year for the yeah, last like yeah, 10 years. Yeah, they always do. Uh, they always do a show, usually at the Starland Ballroom. And it's like, you know, I remember one year they did it at Terminal 5. And I was like, this is kind of nice, you know. But then and then every year it's always like Starland. And like Starland's fine. But I'm like, oh, it's just I got to get you got to drive all the way fucking down there. And you got to get off onto the side highway. And it's just it's just a pain in the ass to get to. And you never know what kind of crowd it's going to be. Cause like the last time I went, it, the crowd was rowdy, like, and not like in a fun way. They were just grumpy old men, like people on a lot of hallucinogens. It was weird. It was very weird. So this might be the first year I don't see them and they're playing on my birthday in Buffalo and I'll be up that way. So I'm thinking about oh, cool. going. Yeah. I, I love them. You man. know, they'll be on hallucinogens up in Buffalo, man. Yeah. On, there's nothing else to do. Oh, Buffalo is fun, man. <laughs> Frank's Tudor Lounge. Oh, every oh, Wednesday. Shit. Pull the Big. plug. Soho Bar every Wednesday. Uh, jazz night. It's really cool. We got to get some What's shows on? up in Buffalo, man. Yeah. Well, I got. I don't want to keep you too long because you got to practice. So uh, if you want to do your uh, plugs where people can find you and get your music, now's your time. Yeah, man. IndusValleyKings.com. We're on Facebook, Twitter, Spotify, Bandcamp. Uh, YouTube, certainly, and uh, you can download the entire album on Bandcamp. We're also on uh, Apple Music and uh, what, Google with Google Music, if they have something Spotify. like that. Yeah, Pandora. Uh, Indus Valley Kings, you know, uh, check out our album, download it, man. We have merch for sale up there. Yeah, we just have some t-shirts made. Come out to a show, man. We have shows all over. It shows are listed on our website. Yeah, They're go on, on the website. Facebook the page as well, you know. Uh, Definitely, we'll be back to ding dingbats, and we'll be in Brooklyn in November. So for your you know fans over in Jersey, they can come over you know over the bridge and yeah, check man. us out. We're gonna have a, a stoner show. We're trying to get some great. I think I know we're gonna get some great bands on that bill. I have one really band, uh, one band I'm really excited about already. Which uh, once they, uh, once we you know put it on ink, we'll let everybody know. We can send you the links as well. All right. Yeah, we go how you doing, man? What's going on with your with your uh, podcast? Yeah, uh, things are going well over on that side. Yeah, I guess so. You know, I mean, got some good followers, good traction. So I'm I'm hoping to take advantage of the move to Brooklyn, and you know, because there's there's a pretty lively scene over there. Obviously, you know, even besides like stoner and whatnot, all just all of like heavy metal seems to converge there. You know. Um, Obviously, I'm excited to see St. Vitus is opening again. They just announced a bunch of shows. I got a couple of tickets to them, so I'm really amped to be Ooh, going man. back there. Yeah, it's like second. Yeah. It's just like home away from home when uh, when it was open. It was there like, like a few times a month at least. So, Ooh, uh, so yeah. 
I saw Ginger there, man. You've got to check them out. I'll send you a link to their stuff. It's unbelievable. All right, I'll check them out for sure. Yeah. I remember I remember when they were when they were announced playing there. I remember that. But yeah, that's what I'm looking forward to and uh you know just hope keep the momentum going on this puppy. So, I'm having a lot of fun doing it. Get to meet a lot of get to meet and talk to a lot of cool people. So, Hey man, awesome. thanks for having us on. You know, I uh, I can't wait to hear it on the podcast. It's going to be awesome. No, no problem, man. Thank you for coming on. Um and uh you know, go out and go buy the Indus Valley Kings music, check out all their stuff and uh you know, keep an eye out for their shows. And if you're in the area, go hit them up. Uh, that'll do it for this chapter of the diary. <laughs>